Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. guys this is gary this is josh let's talk soccer all right we are recording this a couple days a few days early because we are going to los angeles it's gonna be fun what are we gonna awesome. do there uh we are going to watch the manchester united and ac Milan match can't wait it's part of awesome. the international champions cup yep <clears throat> summer tour and um the news around this gets better and better josh here is a manchester united fan um and we were a little concerned because of the teams that were in the, the third place in the final of the World Cup um, contained – those countries contained a lot of Manchester United players. Um, so we were a little concerned maybe that most of the A squad wasn't going to be there. But as we're finding, um, a lot of players are starting to make their way, including Alexis Sanchez, who um, should now be with the team uh, here in the States. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. So we're super excited about that. So what we will do is we'll absolutely post pictures, videos, things like that on our Instagram account. If you have not yet gone to our Instagram account or followed us, what are you doing? You got to go check us out at Let's Talk Soccer and please follow us. We are blowing through 22,000. We're almost at 22,500. And we're just going to keep on cruising. So thank yeah. you guys. <clears throat> lots of great content. Lots of great um, comments by you guys too. All right. So today we're going to talk exclusively about FPL and specifically looking at goalkeepers. Yep. I think with uh, Allison just coming on um, with Liverpool, uh, I think it's only appropriate that we talk, <clears throat> especially for the biggest transfer yeah. ever for a goalkeeper. So why not talk about them? Um, you know, when choosing your goalkeepers for your fantasy team, you know, of course, the goalkeeper himself uh, is someone that you need to consider quite strongly. But you also need to think about the defense in front of him, right? Goalkeeper yep. sometimes is only as good as his defenders. Um, as you'll see in a minute, we have we have some goalkeepers on our list that saved a tremendous amount of, of shots. <clears throat> but I don't really think you want your goalkeeper coming under that many shots. Yeah. You'll, you'll see the difference um, in saves made between uh, Ederson, for instance, whose team, Manchester City, won the league, um, and Jordan Pickford, uh, for instance, who plays for Everton. Good team, but not last year, at least, on the level of Man City. <clears throat> so think about the defenders you have in front of him. Look at statistics like uh, penalties saved, different things like that. So I thought what we'd do, we don't, we're not going to cover every single team, but we'll ta we'll take probably the top, let's say eight uh, goalkeepers for consideration. These are probably the eight that will be most owned anyway, <clears throat> and we'll go from there. So first up, Jordan Pickford at five million pounds, um, one hundred forty-five points last season. Pretty good, and also cheaper compared to some of the better goalkeepers. Yes, really, really good value. Had an amazing World Cup for England. Yep. So this kid is only getting better and better. Um, if he can bring that sort of form into uh, the Everton side, then then he will be well worth the five million. Yeah. Easily. Right. Yeah. Right now, 
we have him on the first draft of our <clears throat> fantasy team. Yep. <clears throat> um, he had 10 clean sheets last season, which, you know, uh, compared to some of these others on the list, is not quite as high. And he did have 121 saves. So when I'm talking that, you know, it's great that he made that many saves. <clears throat> um, also, you got to think about higher likelihood of some of those going in, right? Mm -hmm. And so not having a clean sheet. So I, I would think proportionately uh, goalkeepers with higher amount of saves probably have lower clean sheets. There's probably yeah. some sort of a, a negative correlation there with those. And obviously the clean sheet is usually the first priority <coughs> uh, being that yeah. you don't get too many points from saves. Yeah. But if the goalkeeper does concede, it's always good have those keepers that do make a lot of saves that's right to gain back some points that's a really good point yeah i think for every four saves made mm -hmm. um the goalkeeper gets another point so that's a really really good point there. so if they get a clean sheet which will be four mm -hmm. but they can concede it on but yeah. let's say they make eight saves yeah you get they'll a go back points. up to four <clears throat> correct um in terms of FDR, so the fixture difficulty ranking, which is basically just an assessment of a particular team's um, difficulty of, of uh, matches ahead of them, um, and you can find all of that on the PremierLeague.com website for every team, for every match throughout the season. Um, the FDR for Everton, um, they only have one of their first nine matches is above a three. So if you're looking from a scale of one, two, three, four, and five, one is the easiest, five is is supposedly the most difficult, <clears throat> that's a really good look, yeah. um, which makes Pickford an even more appealing. Mm -hmm. Right? You gotta, in addition to just looking at the players and building your squad and managing your budget, you have to look at upcoming matchups and have a little bit of a strategy mm -hmm. in place. All right, second on the list, and these are in no particular order. David De Gea at six million pounds, one of the more expensive keepers. <coughs> yes, uh, the but, most. Expensive yeah, the most expensive keeper. keeper but one hundred seventy-two points last season. The yeah, most of any keeper. <coughs> yeah, can't really complain. No, that's um, that's that's a lot of points for sure. Um, Dave saves. Uh, he had eighteen clean sheets out of thirty-eight games last season. Has a phenomenal defense in front of him. Um, they are beasts playing at home, um, and he had 115 saves, so <clears throat> a lot of saves um, and a lot of clean sheets, so that basically sort of dispels my, my mathematical equation from earlier. Usually. Um, yeah, usually. Right, right. There are uh, outliers. Um, so in terms of fixture difficulty, in the other than facing Arsenal in their – in the third game of the season, Man U doesn't have higher than a three in its first eight games. That's also good because <laughs> Arsenal, they're not the greatest of teams, especially when it comes to scoring and yeah. posing a threat. So. Or you potentially look at starting De Gea the first two games, and then you have a, a goalkeeper on your bench who maybe plays in game three, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> just depending on how comfortable you feel about, about Arsenal and that match. Uh, but De Gea, definitely a good pick. Um Personally, I have a hard time going all in on goalkeepers or defenders, um, you know, and spending the max amount. Yeah. I feel like the because one thing has to happen and all of those points go away, and that is a goal. Mm -hmm. And when a goal happens, yes, you've got defenders that can score, 
um, or play balls in and get an assist, which is fine. Those are rare-ish. Um, so I just – I'd like – I'd personally prefer to stack my money more towards the attacking end of things versus the defensive end. Next up, Ederson at five and a half million pounds. 158 points last season. A little bit behind De Gea and clean sheets. He had 16, only 58 saves. That shows how dominant <laughs> their defense is. That says everything about how dominant that defense was. He really didn't have to do that much. And Mendy's back and healthy, so that defense is only going to get better. Yep. <clears throat> um, in City's first seven games, only their first match is a difficult one. In the other, in the first seven, so they play Arsenal first match right out of the gate. Everything from games two to six <clears throat> are, um, or sorry, two to seven are uh, less than a three, or three or less, I should say. Um, so Ederson, I think, is a great choice. De Gea is a little high. Pickford, you know, definitely at the very least, Pickford would be a great bench player um, or goalkeeper, but. I think Ederson at five and a half is is pretty right on. Yeah, it's a great <clears throat> price. Uh, the only difficult part with him is since City's team is so stacked. Yeah, you might want to get them in other positions because uh, if you only have three players, yes, per <clears throat> team. If let's say you want Jesus, mm-hmm. De Bruyne, and David Silva, uh, that's the only really downside to him. Yeah, just having a player from City. It is available. the thing about the city. Some so many of these City players are so appealing. The only part for me that makes it a little bit gives me a little bit of hesitation is um, Pep's rotations. Yep. <clears throat> so there are a couple players that are sort of untouchable and and won't be rotated out. I think Ederson is one of them. Mm-hmm. Quite honestly, De Bruyne for the most part, but De Bruyne probably won't play the first couple of games. Um, from what we've read. Um, you know, Jesus and Aguero tend to trade off here and there. Um, so anyway, if you're not going to invest in uh, Man City attacking players or maybe their defenders, then then Ederson's a good bet. Yep. <clears throat> Next on the list, also at five and a half million pounds, is Hugo Lloris. So obviously, World Cup champion, <clears throat> played quite well himself. Um, in the tournament, he had 144 points last season, 15 clean sheets, and 86 saves. Um, that Spurs defense is pretty solid. Very strong. You know, he's got Vertonghen and Davies and Trippier. Um, you've got some talent back there. So he's also a good investment. Um, in Spurs' first seven games, no, sorry, in their first nine games, um, they have two that are FDRs of four. <clears throat> so, unlike the other ones that we've read and gone through, Lloris has a little more of a challenging schedule yeah. <clears throat> than some of these others. So, something to think about. Casper Schmeichel at $5 million. Another player who had an amazing World Cup. <clears throat> yeah. And he's only going to get better. Um, 123 points last season. Only eight clean sheets and 93 saves. So uh, at times that Leicester City defense was rock solid. Other times kind of maybe lapsed a little bit. <clears throat> and uh, Schmeichel didn't get as many clean sheets as um, definitely his FPL managers would have hoped last year. Um, they have tough games 
in the first and the third game weeks. Otherwise, it's smooth sailing for the first maybe six or seven games. So kind of like Lloris with Spurs, you know, first sort of stretch of the season, first seven, eight, nine games, a couple of hiccups in the road there with um, with a couple of difficult ones for him in the first and the third game weeks. Something else to consider, um, Schmeichel is on a very short list to uh, be the Chelsea goalkeeper if uh, Courtois goes to Real Madrid. Yep. <clears throat> so, if that happens, that changes things quite a bit, I think, and makes him even more of an appealing goalkeeper because now he's got yeah. that Chelsea defense in front of him. So, something to keep an eye on. <clears throat> so, supposedly this guy named Allison yeah. uh, came to Liverpool and they spent a couple bucks on him. Yeah, just a little bit. Have you heard? No, I actually haven't. So, he's coming in at £5.5 million uh, pounds, and we posted... Um, as soon as it was uh, official that he was a Liverpool player, we made a post and asked you guys to predict um, what his FPL price would be, and I think most of you guys got it right at five and a half, so well done. Um, he will, of course, be the number one at Liverpool. Um, at Roma last season, he had 17 clean sheets. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty solid. So, um, you know, that Liverpool defense is young. I think they matured. Over the course of the season, if you can keep Lovren and his hot head in check, um, you know, you've got you've got Van Dyke, who's yeah. excellent back there. Uh, Alexander Arnold um, is a great young player, so he's got a good defense in front of him. I think Allison would be a very popular pick. Yeah. Now, um, what his FDR looks like coming up, his first four games look like this: a two-three-two-three. Two, three, the first four games. Very favorable. Very favorable. List of fixtures. So Allison may be a goalkeeper you really want to think about starting at the beginning of the season. And then there will be other people who will want to sort of let's see how he plays in the Premier League. So um, got two uh, two schools of thought there. Um, <clears throat> another new addition to the Premier League is Leno uh, coming in at Arsenal. Um, He's off to a bit of a difficult start. So his week one looks like this. He's playing Man City. And then week two, they play Chelsea. And, of course, gets a little easier from there. Um, Arsenal defense, you know, um, probably could use a little work. Yeah. Um, now, they do have a couple of defenders that can score some goals. <clears throat> but, you know, I don't think Leno will go nearly as much as Allison will. And then last on our list is Courtois, also at five and a half million pounds. Um, another player that played amazing for his country in the World Cup. Um, had 136 points last season with Chelsea, 15 clean sheets and 76 saves. Chelsea have Arsenal in their second game week, but otherwise they've got some really good matchups early in the season. So Courtois with that Chelsea defense in front of him, is also a solid bet, as long as he doesn't go off to Real Madrid. <laughs> yeah, that's quite a big factor. And supposedly, if he goes, it's sort of a package deal, and um, Hazard will be right there along with him, uh, which we'll talk about in another podcast. But uh, Courtois is a good bet. Okay, if you had to pick two goalkeepers for your squad of these eight that we went through, who would you pick? I think I would go with... Pickford, mm -hmm. and 
Uh, I think I'll go with Ederson. Yeah. Uh, as you were saying, Ederson's a pretty is a safe uh, starter. Yeah. There's I have a hard time believing that Bravo will start a match this season. Nah. So he will. He's a pretty good safe starter. Yep. And his defense in front of him phenomenal. Only fifty eight saves. Yep. In a thirty eight game season, that's pretty crazy. That's not even two saves a game. Yeah, much less than a goal conceded every game. Yeah. Like, it's like <clears throat> a goal conceded every other game for City last season. And yeah. then Pickford's, uh, I think, uh, if you told me this before the World Cup, I would be like, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a risk. But coming out of the World Cup, he'll be he'll be very confident. Yeah. And if he performs anywhere, anywhere kind of like how he did in the World Cup. Oh God. Yes. It'll be great. Yeah, especially you know you got to also consider uh, like we said earlier penalty saves. So. Um, you know, any of these guys are capable of that, but we know for a fact, we just saw in the World Cup, you know, Pickford, um, Courtois, Maurice, and Schmeichel, mm-hmm. all capable of saving those penalties. All right, so for me, right now, in our initial draft of our FPL team, we have Pickford and Schmeichel, but I think... I've talked myself into, and I think you just talked me into, maybe we need to look at Ederson. Yeah. You know, that's kind of hard to turn that one down. Mm -hmm. Something else to be mindful of as I'm thinking through this. Um, When you pick your goalkeeper, think about, do I have any defenders that are on the same team? Mm -hmm. Now, if you get a clean sheet and you have a defender and a goalkeeper on the same team, that's amazing. Yep. Rare, but amazing. If that ball goes past that goalkeeper, you lose potential um, clean sheet points, not only for the goalkeeper, but for that defender as well. Mm-hmm. So just something to think about. You sort of um, It's a gamble yeah. having uh, two players on the same team back there. So just something to think about. All right, guys, I think that's going to do it. We will post lots of cool stuff from Los Angeles from next week. Um, And then next time, we're going to give you a recap of our trip to Los Angeles. We plan on trying to meet some players and and getting some photos and hopefully a little bit of video with these guys um, as Man U take on AC Milan. All right, guys, that's all for now. Check us out anytime on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. And until then, we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.